We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. A Kansas Supreme Court justice resigns from the University of Kansas Law School because of a climate that he says is hostile to free speech. You've got to hear his letter and what he said. This guy is spot on. May his tribe increase a hundredfold. I'm Dr. Everett Piper and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks for listening into the show. Today's topic is this story from College Fix. And the headline reads this, Kansas Supreme Court Justice Resigns from Law School Over Climate Hostile to Free Speech. This is an excellent article, and this justice, the Supreme Court Justice in Kansas, Caleb Stiegel, just said that he could not support the current direction of the Kansas University Law School. A Supreme Court Justice for the state of Kansas is calling out the University of Kansas for being hostile to free speech. First Amendment rights. And he writes a letter of resignation clarifying his point and his position. This letter should be read by everybody. I'm going to use it as the context for today's show, and I'm going to read major excerpts from the letter, and you need to listen to what this guy is saying. He's calling out a graduate-level program. This isn't freshman-level law. This is the law school. These are mature adults, at least we assume they are that want to think, think robustly. They want to engage in a good argument, debate, and understand why the laws of the United States of America exist. Those laws exist to do what? To give you more freedom rather than less. That's the point. That's why we have a constitution. That's why we have local laws. That's why we have federal laws. Those laws are in place to allow law-abiding citizens to have more freedom rather than less. If you live within the boundaries of the Constitution, you shouldn't have to worry about a lack of freedom, correct? Well, that's not the case. What we're seeing right now, even in major law schools, is that their quote-unquote current direction is hostile to freedom, hostile to one of our basic freedoms, the freedom to speak your mind. Let's take an early break. And when I get back, we'll go through some of this justices, the Supreme Court justices letter that he sent to the Kansas University Law School, telling them, basically, you've lost your soul, you've lost your direction, you have no purpose any longer. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. 
The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So the story today is Justice Caleb Stiegel, a Supreme Court Justice in Kansas, who was a faculty member, an adjunct faculty member for Kansas University Law School, sent them a letter of resignation. And College Fix is carrying this story. By the way, College Fix is an excellent source to follow if you want to stay up on what's going on in education and why it matters and why all of the disease that you see spreading across our culture right now has a source. The disease is caused by the carcinogens. The cancer of heart, mind, and soul has been caused by the carcinogens, the ideological carcinogens, the bad ideas that we've been feeding to our progeny all the way through our entire school system. And this story at the Kansas University Law School is just one more example. And I know I talk about this all the time, and I know that you might believe that um, we kind of beat this horse to death, but my land, why do you think the Kirk Cameron story that I've already talked about this week is in the news? Why do you think librarians are turning Kirk Cameron away? Well, we can have drag queens read story hours to young children in our public libraries, but we can't have a Christian read about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and by all means, you can't read about self-control. Really, you have over 50 libraries, public libraries, that are staffed by who? Trained librarians, academics, people that think they're smarter than you and me. The educational establishment is one of the most corrupt establishments in our culture right now. I think I told you once before the story about how I was nominated to be Undersecretary of Education for Donald Trump. I was called up and asked if I would uh, engage in an interview with his transition team. And I knew at the time that there probably wasn't a snowball's chance in Texas of me actually making it through the process, but I said, sure, I'll talk to the transition interviewer, whoever that may be. So I sat down and talked to him, and I shared with them my philosophy, my perspective of education. And I'm not saying they disagreed with it, but I do believe that one of the key reasons that I didn't go any further in that process was because of my strong stand when it comes to the subjective identity claims, the sexual nihilism of our time, that somehow we've dumbed down education to pander to all of these delusions, that if you think you're a man, you're a man. If you think you're a woman, you're a woman. If you think you're a cat, you're a cat. These delusional um, uh, uh, identity claims that are all driven, 
all have their core, all have their roots deep in the LGBTQ agenda. Because that entire agenda is based on the lie. The lie that if you're inclined to do it, that's your identity. And I've said a hundred times over that it's not just a sexual discussion. If you're going to identify yourself by your inclinations, if you're going to get legal minority status because of your inclinations, your passions, your desires, if that's your definition as a human being, then we've opened up Pandora's box and there's no end to it. Oh, you can define yourself by your sexual proclivities and passions, but what about your other passion, your passion to lie, steal, cheat? How about your passion to silence other people when you just don't like what they say? Is that your identity now? Are they compromising your minority status if they challenge your thinking? Well, that's really where we are right now, and this judge recognizes it. Let's read part of his letter. Well, let's go to the article first, just to give you an explanation of what they're saying here. Again, this is from the College Fix. It's December 12th um, posting on their website. A justice on the Kansas Supreme Court will no longer serve as an adjunct faculty member for the Kansas University Law School due to what he sees as a weak response from the administration when it came to a conservative event. I want you to listen to this. I write to let you know that I will not be renewing my teaching relationship with the KU Law next fall. That's what Caleb Stiegel, Supreme Court Justice for Kansas, is saying. Stiegel had objected to the students and the administrators' reaction to a lunch hour. Listen to this. This is like a story hour, really, almost. A lunch hour with a lawyer. Okay, so it was kind of an informal deal. A lunch hour, a luncheon with a single lawyer from where? What's this offensive organization that this lawyer is from? The Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF. They were sponsoring a lunch hour for a student chapter in this law school to get together and talk with ADF's attorney. Now, if you don't remember who ADF is, the Alliance Defending Freedom is the organization that represented us when Oklahoma Wesleyan University sued, under my presidency, sued the Obama administration for the abortifacient mandate in Obamacare. We said, no, we're a pro-life institution, just like the Little Sisters of the Poor. Little Sisters of the Poor are nuns, they're celibate, they're Catholic, They don't need contraception. They're celibate. They don't want contraception. They're Catholic. They shouldn't have to pay for it in their health care. You're crazy to suggest that nuns need contraception. As Ted Cruz quipped, when you find yourself arguing and telling a bunch of nuns that they're morally wrong, you might want to consider, (laughs) you might want to reconsider your position. Uh, I butchered that quote, but I think you get my point. So Oklahoma Wesleyan was a co-litigant in that case. What's that have to do with ADF? ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, represented us. And you know, here's something interesting about ADF. The most successful law firm in the United States of America in litigating, winning cases when it comes to First Amendment rights before the Supreme Court of the United States, the most successful, the law firm with the Best track record is Alliance Defending Freedom. So you've got a law firm that has more wins than any other law firm in the nation before the Supreme Court of the United States when it comes to litigating successfully, 
litigating issues of freedom, First Amendment rights, religious freedom, before the Supreme Court, and KU doesn't want to listen to them. What kind of education is this? Why in the world would they not want to listen? Well, here's, from, here's more from the judge's letter. My understanding from participants is that there was a significant uproar from members of the student body and faculty, Stiegel wrote. Associate Dean, uh, Leah, what's her name, Taranonoff, and Professor Pam Keller pressured the students to cancel the event, Stiegel said. They informed them that they should be worried about the, quote, impact of their choices and consider the effect of their reputation. So you have the dean, the associate dean of the Kansas University Law School suggesting that you're going to hurt your reputation if you go to a luncheon with Alliance Defending Freedom, the most successful law firm in the United States, and litigating cases of religious freedom before the Supreme Court? That's going to hurt your reputation? What in the world is going on up there? Here's more from Stiegel's letter. Lawyers ought to form the last and best line of defense of the liberal public square and its pillars. A fair hearing for all voices, dispassionate and deliberate judgment, individual, not group guilt, protection for dissent, and an ethos that, if not quite capable of walking a mile in another's shoes, can at least tolerate a few minutes of quiet listening in another's presence. KU Law is not serving its students well, nor is it preparing them to take their place as lawyers in the great conversation when it engages in bullying and censoring tactics, fostering a spirit of fear, drives dissent into a guerrilla posture, and gives institutional backing and support to overwrought grievances, which can and do cripple a person's ability to critically engage with ideas or people with whom they disagree. So Stiegel's telling students that they should have been free to invite speakers holding disfavored views without reprisal. That's what this article says, and that is a very good point. Stiegel, the Supreme Court Justice here in Kansas, is telling students, law students, that they should be free to invite speakers who have, quote-unquote, disfavored views without fear of reprisal. He's saying that leaders in the legal community should have protected the reputations of students willing to engage in difficult discussions and then guide them in that process. That's a quote. So this nonsense about diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, and the belonging committee. There's actually a belonging committee, a DEI and belonging committee at the University of Kansas, which described ADF as guilty of hate speech. They said that. Alliance Defending Freedom is guilty of hate speech. And then they said ADF made it very clear that the principles of free and open dialogue are only acquiesced to as a legal obligation at KU Law. They're not celebrated, they're not cherished, and they're not valued. That's what Stiegel said about the law school. Stiegel then went on and said this. He says that the law school owes the students something better and that the future of the rule of law in Kansas rests on what they're going to do, what the law school is going to do, and what these students are taught. 
He finally concludes by saying this, I can't continue to provide tacit support to the current direction through my teaching affiliation with KU Law. Not when that direction is so clearly antithetical to the basic pillars of our profession. Close quote. Caleb Stiegel, Supreme Court Justice, Kansas University Law School. So what's the point? The point is, he is spot on. This is what I've been talking about in my Donna Daycare commentary. This is what I talk about in my book, Not a Daycare, The Devastating Consequences of Abandoning Truth. This is what I talk about in my book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. The subtitle, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. You've heard me describe that before on this show. Why did I choose that as the subtitle of Growing Up? Well, it's the story out of the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, when the Pevensey children hear that Aslan, they've never met him before, they don't know Aslan yet. They've heard that he's a great big lion and that he's the son of the emperor beyond the sea. And the, the word is spreading throughout Narnia that Aslan's on the loose and that he's returning. And the children ask, well, is Aslan safe? Because they're afraid, they're scared. And Mr. and Mrs. Beaver, the, the two characters that the children are talking to with regard to the return of Aslan, they respond, Mr. Beaver responds and says, well, of course Aslan isn't safe, but he's good. So that's the reason for the subtitle of my book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. Aslan, the Christ figure in the Chronicles of Narnia, is not safe. He's not supposed to be, but he's good. Jesus isn't safe but he's good. This cry for safety in our culture right now is not healthy. It's juvenile. It's infantile. It's perpetual adolescence. There's a time where you have to get kicked out of the nest and learn to fly. There's a time where you have to grow up and act like an adult. In my situation, the way I was raised, and when you were done with high school, you were expected to go to work and make a living and start planning on moving out of the house, getting your own place, and function like a man. You didn't live in your mom and dad's basement forever, and you didn't expect them to pay for you to do so. A lot of the problem that we have today is the schools. The schools have coddled our kids. Safety. We want a safe place. No, we don't want a safe place. You want a good place. As Aslan isn't safe, but but he's good, and As Christ isn't safe, but he's good, and as the gospel isn't safe and it's good, the ivory tower shouldn't be safe because it should be good. Adulthood isn't safe, but it's good. Are you going to crawl around on your hands and knees in safety the rest of your lives and never never learn how to walk, run, engage in a good fight? These are the lessons of some of the Some of the axioms that we hold dear, no pain, no gain. Get back on the horse. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I mean, these are things that you don't have to have a college education to understand and apply to your lives. As iron sharpens iron, let one man sharpen another. Out of the book of Proverbs. Life isn't safe, but it's good. What this Supreme Court justice in Kansas is pointing out is that even at the level of graduate school, at the doctorate level, because these students in law school are getting a doctorate in jurisprudence. They're doctorate students. 
They're not 18-year-olds. They're 21, 25, 28-year-old adults. And they're, they're threatened by the Alliance Defending Freedom. They don't want to hear what they have to say. Why? Because the Alliance Defending Freedom is run by Christians. The Alliance Defending Freedom has defended your right and my right to express our religious views openly and without fear of repercussions in the public square. The Alliance Defending Freedom will likely defend Kirk Cameron's right to read in a public library. The emphasis on the word public there is intentional. It's a public library. If it were a private library, they've got the right to tell people not to come in that they don't want into their private space. But it's not a private library. It's a public library. And 50 of them have told Kurt Cameron he's not welcome to read a children's book. And I emphasize one more time, it's a children's book on self-control. But you know darn well that these same libraries are celebrating drag queen performers reading to the same children. This is intellectual bigotry. This is closing down the discussion because you just don't like the adverse view. And you're going to silence anybody that you disagree with, that you don't like, that you find to be in dissent of the norm. And you're going to do all of this under inclusion, the banner of inclusion. You're going to say all of this because you claim to be tolerant? Again, it's the same old song, the same old dance that I've done on this show time and time again. Self-refuting hypocritical. But thank the Lord that we've got a Supreme Court justice just north of the border. I'm speaking from Oklahoma, obviously. And just north of the border there in Kansas, we have a Kansas University law professor who happens to also be a Supreme Court justice for the state of Kansas saying this is nonsense. This is pablum on parade. This is antithetical to what we should be teaching in law school. We should be teaching and the next generation of lawyers, to defend our constitutional liberties, not to rally around in some childish little defensive circle, circle the wagons for the children because the children are being offended, because they find the Alliance Defending Freedom and all those conservative Christians like Kirk Cameron and Everett Piper and you and me to be hate mongers. Well, what is it that we're saying is so hateful? We're saying that we want to read a book about love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, and goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. What is so hateful about that? You know, I think I know why they think that's hateful. It's the last part, self-control. Because they know, well, I don't know if they know. I don't know if they've read the book of Galatians or not, but they probably intuitively know That self-control implies what? That you can control yourself. You don't have to be defined by your passions, your desires. Your sexual drive doesn't define you. You can control it and should. And indeed, that is what the Apostle Paul says in that very letter. He says that. He says that the fruit of the flesh is sexual license misbehavior, as well as other things, lying, cheating, stealing, greed, gluttony, basically the seven deadly sins. 
But then he highlights the virtues as being antithetical to those vices. That's why these libraries don't want Kirk Cameron reading, because self-control, obviously, it doesn't even imply it's, it's overt. You can control yourself. Yourself doesn't define you. You can control it. Those selfish inclinations, those childish inclinations, those adolescent temper tantrums that you're having right now when you don't want to deal with a thoughtful adult who's been around the block a few more times than you, you can control that. You can become the adult by exercising, disciplining, sharpening your body, your mind, your soul to engage in the public square in an adult fashion rather than one that's childish. So grow up. Life isn't safe, but it's good. Don't expect KU Law School or even the local high school to make you feel safe just because you've got certain desires. And it's hateful to challenge you and tell you that maybe you shouldn't act on them. If that's where we really are, people, as a culture and as a nation, and this is where our schools are. If we would have elected Jenna Nelson to the superintendent of public instruction here in Oklahoma, rather than Ryan Walters, this is exactly what she would have been pushing. She was all about social-emotional learning. She was all about elevating the emotional aspect of education rather than focusing on the empirical facts. If you feel it, I guess that's just so, right? If you don't feel safe, then something's wrong. Those people that are making you feel that way are the wrong ones, not you. That's hateful. That's bigotry. That's not good education to make anybody feel unsafe. Everybody should be in a safe place where they can pursue through SEL, social, emotional learning, their desires, their identity, their inclinations. And who are you? Christians or conservatives to tell anybody that they can't act out on those inclinations and desires. Really, that's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. Well, if that's where we go as a culture, then you're going to start shutting down Kirk Cameron from reading books in a public library about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And you're going to shut down a Supreme Court justice in the state of Kansas from inviting a lawyer from the Alliance Defending Freedom, the most successful law firm in the nation, in litigating cases between be, before the Supreme Court of the United States on First Amendment rights. More victories than any other firm in the country. You're going to shut them down because you deem them to be hateful. Because I guess the First Amendment is hateful. Right? That's what they're saying. The First Amendment, freedom of speech and freedom of religion, is hateful. What, what other conclusion can you draw? That's the only thing you can conclude. Because that's what ADF represents. Defending the First Amendment. And KU Law School apparently thinks that is hateful to defend it. To learn how to defend it better. Because we've had more victories than anybody else. Come and listen to us at a luncheon. No, you're threatening us. You're hateful. You're bigots. You're Christians. 
you're conservatives. You are verboten. You need to be canceled. You are unwelcome. Under the banner of inclusion, we will exclude you. Under the banner of tolerance, we will not tolerate you. We hate you hateful people. You all think that things are sure and that you can know objective truths? Well, we know nothing can be known and we're sure nothing can be sure. That's what they're teaching at KU. And Judge Caleb Stiegel is calling them out and telling them to stop it. I hope this gets national press. I hope the people in Kansas recognize the terrible education that the that Kansas University is giving its kids and its adults. And I hope you recognize that the same paradigm, the same educational philosophy is pervasive across the land from kindergarten through law school and everywhere in between. They're saying you can't read books in our library that tell our students that they're not defined by their desires, but they can actually grow up because life isn't safe, it's good, and function as good human beings or at least better human beings, who are self-controlled. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.